The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Creative Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. You guys can find me on Twitter at Davis Maddock. This is, of course, our waiver wire show here in week 13. We are getting to the business end of the fantasy football season. Your fantasy football playoffs are either starting this week or next week, depending on the schedule of your league. So I think that uh, I think we have some very important waiver wire ads and drops to make. As always, we're going to go quarterback running back, wide receiver, tight end. And weirdly enough, you know, the waiver wire's been kind of dead for a couple weeks, but we actually have a fair few number of guys to discuss. So starting at quarterback, I mean, obviously we need to begin with Deshaun Watson. He is returning this week for the Cleveland Browns. He's going to be playing against the Houston Texans. Got to think that um, if he performs well this week, he's going to be a top 10 quarterback for the rest of the season. Maybe there's a chance that he's still out there in some competitive leagues. I would be adding him. I would also be adding... Jared Goff. Uh, Their Jacksonville's defense has been pretty bad. That's who Goff gets to play this week. And, you know, Goff is getting Jamison Williams back, has DJ Shark back. Amon Ross St. Brown looks fully healthy. He seems like a, a, a pretty solid streamer. Mike White gets to play against the Vikings, who've allowed the fifth most fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. He's got Garrett Wilson. He's got Elijah Moore. Uh, the, you know, Brees Hall is not in there. Michael Carter's not even in there. So they're just dropping back to pass a ton. And I think Mike White seems like a, a decent streamer this week. I added him in a bunch of super flex leagues last week. In other super flex leagues, I'm going to be adding a ton of Jordan Love. There's really no reason. For Aaron Rodgers to be playing, and Aaron Rodgers has an avulsion fracture in his hand. I think if Love is going to start, he should be able to run a little bit, and uh, they get to play Chicago this week. Chicago's defense, one of the worst in the league, allowing 6.6 yards per play since week eight. Uh, so I think he is probably the top waiver. Him and Mike White are the top waiver wire ads in Superflex League. So that is the direction that I'm going. Not a ton to figure out a quarterback, though. You know, we have much more action at running back and wide receiver. Beginning at running back, Tyrion Davis Price is probably my top ad of the week. Christian McCaffrey has quote-unquote, a little bit of knee irritation, and he only played 63% of the snaps on Sunday. Elijah Mitchell is going to be out for the rest of the year. Jordan Mason handled five carries on Sunday, but that's because he's active for special teams. When we were in this exact same situation back in, I believe, week three, when Jeff Wilson Jr. and Eli Mitchell were banged up, Tyrion Davis, er, it was Eli Mitchell, fuck, I can't even remember, but... I do remember that Jordan Mason was active, didn't get any touches. Then the next week, Jordan Mason was active. Tyrion Davis-Price was elevated from a healthy scratch, and he handled 
more carries. In fact, I don't believe Jordan Mason even saw an offensive snap. Tevin Coleman is going to be promoted to the active roster, but I think TDP will lead the backfield in touches in any scenario if Christian McCaffrey uh, does not play. So I'm adding a ton of TDP this week, also adding a fair bit of Zamir White. Josh Jacobs has a calf injury, and he had that injury before he had 39 touches against Seattle. They get to play the Chargers this week. I think the most important note here is that Amir Abdullah and Brandon Bolden uh, don't have either. Neither of them have more than three carries in a game this year. They just are not running backs. They they're just there to play on passing downs. The Steelers' backfield is pretty interesting because Jalen Warren has a hamstring injury. Najee Harris strained his Ab trying to catch a Matt Ryan throwaway. Snell at sna- uh, outsnapped Anthony McFarland 28 to 21 in the second half uh, and got 12 carries to McFarland's six. And basically, I, I think if Jalen Warren is not able to return and he didn't practice at any time last week with a hamstring injury, um, I mean, Snell is going to rank as like a top 20 running back, I think, pretty clearly. So I'd spend you know, 15% or so on him, 5% or so on McFarland, but I, I want to be adding Jalen Warren as well. I don't think the Jaguars' backfield is all that interesting. Hasty out-touch, Snoop Connor 17-13, to 13. Snoop Connor barely played, but remember, the Jaguars claimed Daryl Henderson after he was waived by the Rams, and Travis Etienne didn't play due to a foot injury, but the training staff apparently cleared ETN to come back into the game. The coaching staff just decided to play, you know, play it precautionary with him. If ETN for some reason is not able to come back, if he is ruled out, I think we're going to see a hasty Henderson split share and actually would probably see hasty be the passing down back because Henderson's not going to know the pass protection. He's not going to know the offense as well. But I, I mean, I do think Henderson is probably better than hasty. And I would imagine that's why the Jaguars claimed him. I mean, hasty was on the 49ers last year. He's just kind of a, a special teamer end of the roster guy, not a real special player, but I do think hasty needs to be added. Zonovan Knight is also fairly interesting because James Robinson was healthy scratch last week against the Bears, and Michael Carter didn't come in, you know, even with James Robinson healthy scratched, Michael Carter was not, uh, you know, just in the in the Brees Hall role. Uh, Knight outtouched Ty Johnson 12-5 to after Carter left the game. The situation, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a split regardless. I don't think Carter, Knight, Johnson, I don't think any of these guys is going to step into a workhorse role. I would say, honestly, they probably all need to be added. So Carter, obviously, is already owned, but I think Knight needs to be added. And I think you could spend some small fab dollars on Ty Johnson as well because he's going to be like the two-minute drill guy. A couple other guys to spend a buck on, you know, Mark Ingram. Uh, we, we got an Alvin Kamara injury against the 49ers. Justin Jackson has 25 touches to DeAndre Swift's 29. Darrington Evans uh, actually played ahead of Treston Ebner this last week. So I think Darrington Evans, who we used to think was pretty good, has flip-flopped over Ebner. Um, and, and, and J.J. Taylor. So Damian Harris is uh, suffered a thigh injury. He got ruled out immediately. I think J.J. Taylor and Pierre Strong Either one of them should probably get called up and get some touches this next week. And in fact, if Ramondre were to get injured, I would imagine that J.J. Taylor and Pierre Strong might be our, our answers to who the late season uh, you know, league winner could potentially be. At wide receiver, uh, if Traylon Burks for some reason is out there, you need to add him. Zay Jones, I mean, we've done this a hundred times with him. He's pretty much out there every single down 
and he is kind of, he's kind of the between the 20 safety blanket for Trevor Lawrence. Christian Kirk is more involved in the red zone, but Zay Jones is kind of like a wide receiver four to me moving forward. Matt Collins has averaged seven targets per game without Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller. Think he is, you know, again, kind of like a wide receiver four or five type, but probably needs to be rostered in 12 team leagues. Justin Watson and Sky Moore are pretty interesting. So Sky's route participation went down, but he's got 12 targets the last two weeks, and he has a 32% targets per route run. And I think pretty clearly you can see when he's on the field, uh, they involved him in a trick play. He got like an end around carry. I'm I'm wasting roster spots on Sky because it would stand to reason that through the course of the rest of the season, we are probably going to see him worked in a little bit more and the vets play a little bit less for the Kansas City Chiefs because they, they have the division locked up and they might have the, uh, by week 17, they might have the one seed locked up. So I think Sky should see a little bit more opportunity. Isaiah McKenzie, 10 targets, 24% target share last week. Khalil Shakir is, is just basically not playing at this point. And I do think the Bills offense is just better when there is a, a full complement slot wide receiver. Like I think we saw this a lot with Cole Beasley early on. Like the, the Bills offense needs to have a guy who's winning in the short areas. And Stephon Diggs could do that. I mean, you know, like that's that's within the realm of, uh, of possibilities, but they prefer him on the outside. Gabe Davis can't be in the slot. So I think McKenzie is, is a pretty strong option to have down the rest of the season. Jamison Williams, uh, a decent stash. You know, I mean, if, if he... If Jamison Williams is as good as, for example, let's say Chris Olave or whatever, and remember the Lions traded way up to get him, number 12 overall pick, and Detroit has a really good schedule in the fantasy football playoffs, I do think he should be added. Same thing for David Bell, season high in snaps and back-to-back games, 5.5 targets per game over the last two, and remember, they are getting Deshaun Watson back. I, I think that uh, I think that, that is a, a pretty intriguing option. Byron Pringle, I think, is probably going to be the replacement for Darnell Mooney's role over the rest of the season. Now, Chase Claypool also might see a, a, a rise in route participation and targets with Mooney out. I mean, they did trade a second-round pick for him, so definitely need to uh, to monitor that. But I'm, I'm going to be adding Byron Pringle a little bit. And Jacoby Myers suffered a rib injury on Thanksgiving, so we'll see what happens between Parker, Aguilar, Bourne, but uh, definitely monitor that. At tight end, if Foster Moreau's still out there, uh, the dude just keeps playing like literally every single down. Hunter Henry would be one of the biggest beneficiaries if Jacoby Myers was to miss some time. He is playing, you know, I mean, he's running about uh, 70 to 80% of the routes on any given week. He only has an 11% target share with Mac Jones, but I, I mean, he, like, we saw him score nine touchdowns last year. He, he is the best, you know, receiver on the team. Parker, Aguilar, Bourne, I mean, these guys absolutely stink. And I guess Tyquan Thornton as well. Maybe should have mentioned him at the wide receivers. Tyler Conklin, 70% route participation for the fifth consecutive game, but probably most importantly is Mike White seems to be good, uh, and, and Zach Wilson seems to be horrible, so definitely worth monitoring in that situation. Jelani Woods, probably the most interesting name at tight end. Kylan Granson missed Monday night due to an illness. He'll probably be back on the field in week 13. If he doesn't play, though, Woods had 70% route participation on Monday, eight catches, over a target share over 25%, basically got the start. 
And I think Woods is, he's probably the top tight end to add this week just because he's one of the guys who might have a little bit of ceiling. So I think uh, I think we have to feel pretty good about adding him. So that is a look at the waiver wire this week. Hope that was useful. Hope that was helpful. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and win some leagues, guys. We've all got old stuff that we should toss, but an old 401k, make sure it keeps working for you. A Fidelity Rollover IRA has no account fees or minimums to open. An easy-to-follow rollover process makes it simple to get started in under 15 minutes. Plus, you'll have access to a rollover specialist. Whether you've switched jobs or are just organizing your finances, learn more at fidelity.com rollover. Consider all your options and the applicable fees and features of each before moving your retirement assets. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.